There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Megan Gilger, and welcome to the Friday Meditation. Welcome, friends. I know this is a little late today, but better late than never. <laughs> I've been kind of meandering on this um, exact meditation for a while. And I know that the last Friday meditation I posted was a little bit like, you know, intense and a lot and, you know, very reflective because I was in the middle of something that was extremely challenging. And I think when we're going through those times, it's really hard to have that full perspective of things. And I am still gathering it. I'm still processing all of it. But what this midwinter has done in my life has been extremely challenging, but it also has been very revealing and healing. And um, it's put a lot of things in perspective. Things that, you know, when I look at the past two years and then you add this midwinter period of time where I'm wrestling emotionally with the fact that, you know, at one point it was a very scary moment for my dad and supporting my mom through that and everything that surrounds that. If you've gone through anything where your parent or someone you love has been in that situation, you know what this is like. And I think we can even connect this into the pain and everything that we're seeing in the world, that there's this, this pain and beauty that are coexisting in life. Like I just remember being in the ICU with my dad and spending that time there and watching it all happen. And there was this moment that this woman came in to play the harp and my dad was kind of in between sleeping and being awake and he couldn't really talk because he was struggling with getting his voice back. And so, and he was in a lot of pain. And so as he was recovering, but it was a be beautiful thing. This woman was creating music and 
it was just like this beautiful moment in deep pain and watching those things coexist and accepting that they can coexist, I think is really hard. I think it's extremely hard and we, we want to, you know, put them in separate buckets, but the truth is, is that they do coexist. So many things that go against each other coexist and, you know, going through childbirth is painful, but it is beautiful too. And there's so many moments in life where we can sum them up into this very existence of that. So I've been going through that. And I think winter is such a powerful thing. And I have never wintered in this way in winter so deeply, other than maybe right after I came out of my postpartum fourth trimester with our daughter. And then I entered lockdown basically for the pandemic. And it was this extreme thing where I was learning that both and idea all over again and watching the coexistence of spring emerging, a new baby, a new me, and being in this time of unknowns. And so I just think about all these things that have like circled and moved during this time. And I started really thinking I was actually cooking dinner one night and during all of this, and I looked outside and I saw the different trees in our forest outside of our kitchen windows. And I look at this forest every day, multiple times a day. And I've come to almost understand the conversation there, the changes that happen. I'm, I observe them every day, whether it's like a new squirrel all of a sudden that's around or the tracks of the deer from the night before, all of those things. It, it has been really an interesting conversation to me for understanding what it is to like, to see the symbolism, I guess, of ourselves and trees. And that's what this is about. I found, I've always found such deep comfort in trees and forests. They speak to me and particularly in the winter months, uh, in the fall, when our gardens are receding and they haven't reemerged, I find this conversation there that I don't know. I, I, I've also spent like the past year, like two years almost reading a lot of books about forests and human connection and all of this. And I don't think that those, there's so many studies about this and the power of trees and forests in our lives as humans, because I think trees are something that are more deeply connected to us than we even are aware of right now. I think we may become more aware of it as humans exist longer and longer and longer, but I think that's a very new idea, but new idea in modern times, maybe I should say that. I think it's a very long standing idea in many indigenous and Native American cultures and things like that, because that's something that where they found spiritual connection and grounded ideas, you know, so but this whole meditation I have been sitting on since my last podcast that I recorded for a Friday. This one's been lingering. It's been stewing. It's been developed over this time. And I, it feels 
really good to share this one with you guys. Um, it's a little longer, but I think it needs to be. But I think as we are emerging, which is the theme in our community right now, as we are emerging, this concept is really important to think about, I think. So let's jump in. This meditation is called Receding Snow. I can look out the window in our kitchen into the beech, maple, and aspen forest that surrounds us to the north and tell you over the years that winters and seasons changed it. There was the March of 2020 windstorm, the first night of lockdown, where the winds rattled the windows and we woke to fallen trees and branches covering the melting snow. Then there was the December ice storm of 2021 that broke away the beach near where I leave our Christmas trees every year. Then there was this year in January, when the winds reached nearly 70 miles per hour, and we heard the tree crack behind the house to find it suspended the next day. It sits there now, leaning on other trees, catching snow, like a bridge that the squirrels have made just for themselves. You see, a forest is an organism that tells a story over the years. It changes, and we tend to it just as we tend to ourselves. But the longer I observe this forest, the more able I am to see how the seasons change it how branches fall, how new growth comes on the horizon of spring and flares yellow and red in the rising sun. We tend to the woods in the spring when the snow begins to recede from the trunks and we know the winter's lease is coming to an end. We trim broken branches early enough that they still have a chance to heal and not be left vulnerable to the eventual onslaught of insects and disease once the weather warms. I believe this is why the trees comfortably release their branches in the winds of winter storms. They release what they no longer need or go through a dramatic change to their physical design when the winds and ice make the choice for them easy. They then heal and they spread new branches towards the light. As I have watched the woods over the years, I have learned to see myself similarly. You see, I started asking, how do I know if we have navigated a hard season well? And the trees make it clear that a hard season well lived is all in how it changes us in the way it shifts the ways we grow and see the world. The trees are no longer the same trees we entered this winter with. The crocuses will have a different meaning than the year before. I remember 2020 when they brought hope, but this year they speak of life. We hear new notes in the robin's song, such as new beginnings. The morning doves coos whole nostalgia we didn't have before. It all changes just subtly or sometimes not so subtly. I am learning as I face and handle winter this year in a new way as an adult that life, just like an intense winter storm, leaves us with, with a new lens and view into the world. Year after year, we change just as the forest does after a storm. Our branches break, we heal, and we learn to reach to the light in a new way, most likely a way we never would have before without the bran that branch being taken in the depths of a storm. This branch breaks when you wander the halls of an ICU to watch someone you love straddle from the line of death and life. The branch breaks when you hold your mother when it all is too much for her and there's nothing else you can do. The branch breaks when you hold your parent's hand because it's all you can do, do to fix the pain or to feel like you can take it away. The hand holding silently speaks of what you both are holding on to in this fight. The branch heals when you hear, carry the load selflessly and out of love. The branch heals when you sob in the car, feeling it all in every inch of your body. The branch heals when your friend sends flowers, even though she cannot be there. You didn't know you needed them, but she did. 
New growth forms when a neighbor brings you warm food and hugs to carry you through. New growth forms when someone you love finds themselves recovering. New growth forms when relationships are recreated in new ways. I see now how we can lose branches. We can toss in the wind. We can feel the loss of direction sometimes in the depths of winter. It can be messy. It can be painful. But there are ways to seal these spots and not just heal, but find new strength and a new story along the way. We cannot predict the storms that will break our branches, but we can find a way to make new things grow in their place. I watch every day how these woods are changing now, and I, like them, feel it too. I see where the woods have changed from high winds and wild storms this winter, and I see it in myself too. My branches are changing. I lost some out there, but I feel the sprouting of new ones, ones that are better, stronger, more adaptable, and different than I could imagine. A skeletal shape that holds a story, strong, messy, growing, softening, blowing in the wind, ready to change course if needed, even when it hurts. As the snow recedes from my trunk, new growth is reaching to the light. The air speaks of days that will be brighter. Somewhere out there, they will arrive along with the scent of fresh earth and the first crocus. On the horizon, I feel it. For now, though, I am tending to those places where the branches have broken, and I'm sealing them off so I am not vulnerable, but can soon enough spread those new branches to the light with confidence. I understand how this is a cycle of being alive in this world, where pain and beauty can sometimes coexist, where we can be constantly reshaping and willing to find the way the broken places are actually the thing that led us more clearly on our path. I hope you guys enjoyed that one today. <laughs> it was a story of the last month, so to speak, really. And there were moments where I didn't have words. I sat here and tried and tried to speak of these things in a way that felt right. And nothing came. And I think I've learned in it's people, you know, I, I, people ask me how I write these things. And I always think about there's being vulnerable and sharing this sort of story seems intense sometimes, but I know that I'm not ready to write about something that I've experienced or am observing <clears throat> in myself until it can resolve itself. Like there can be a path of exit and a path of growth, a path of change. And so I think about that, that that can take years. It can, there are so many things that I've written about that did take years that that's that full circle wasn't there until then. And I think I'm still in that, but there is something that could be taken as a story that could be, re, could be written. Um, and I think we all are probably going through losing some branches right now, or we have been going through losing some branches, whether it was in the last few weeks, whether it was in the last two years, whether it was 10 years ago, a broken branch doesn't mean the ending. Sometimes it's just about figuring out how to seal that spot off. You can wander through the woods and see where branches used to exist and how trees heal them. And it's fascinating. This is particularly true in like white pines. We can see how they seal them off with sap. And I just think that that's such a beautiful thing to think about that damaging moments or things that change 
who we are can still be strong, can still be something that can redirect us in a good way if we choose for it to. So I just sit, ask that you sit there and kind of reflect on this for yourself. What are those moments where the branches broke and then the branch started to heal and you can see new growth? Where are those moments? And because that's what I'm asking myself right now. That, that was my reflection in this as I've observed trees in our own woods. So I hope this brings you as much joy and excitement as we watch the snow recede from the trees around us, whether that's happening near you or not. It is happening here. The trees are running with sap ready for maple syrup. It is the dawn of a new era of everything right now around us. And so it doesn't mean it's perfect. It doesn't mean it's peaceful. It doesn't mean any of that. It can be messy. It can be painful, but it can also still be beautiful. So find all of that, absorb it all and sit with it. Okay. <laughs> Until then, my friends, I'll see you out there. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.